the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. Folks, welcome to Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. The is brought to you by Black Forest Motorsports, 8066 Engineer Road right there in lovely San Diego. You got a BMW, a Porsche, or a Mini Cooper. Black Forest Motorsports can be your dealer alternative. And if you want to go racing, they can make that happen as well. Also, Southwest, South, a little easy for you to say. Southwest Point of Sale. If you're running a little grocery store or liquor store, you got to give these guys a call. 800-540-2149. You know, labor costs are skyrocketing. Self-checkout's the way to go. Walmart, Home Depot, Costco, they all do it. Give them a call, 800-540-2149. They'll come out. If if your system works with their system, you'll get a meat and produce scale. You'll get all kinds of equipment to make your business sing. Give them a call or take a look at their website at southwestpos.com. They service everything they sell seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Hi, Brittany, my dear. How Hi. are you? I'm well. How are you? So the reason I've never been to Bonneville is sitting to the left and the right of you. The reason? They're Be- a good reason to go. Well, I know, but when you spend as much as they probably spent, mm-hmm. and you wake up in the middle of the night and it's pouring and down rain, yeah. gosh, that's just it's, it's got to be heartbreaking. So, who do you, who wants to cry first? Yeah, that, that's that's welcome to Bonneville. That's, yeah, uh, that's the way it was this year. How often is there an average of when it does it rain more than less? It it's it changes all the time does it? it generally this time of year it's dry up there i mean that's that's the reason the dates are scheduled that's the way what they I are would yeah. think yeah that's why the dates are scheduled the way they are but this has been a crazy year for weather all over the whole country a lot of races world, have been rained think, out so yeah, yeah. Uh, before we get too deep into the interview let's give some names to our guests that we would have help. brad and rick white are back we had them back in march and at that time david i asked you to guess a number zero to 500 and that number was 413 so let's make sure we address that yes. as well because it's a 20-year anniversary of a record being set was that at bonneville that was at bonneville uh, my dad set the uh Fastest record ever to be set at, at Bonneville Speed Week. Wow. And, 20 years ago. And, and 20 mm-hmm. years ago, 2002. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was basically the U.S. land speed record for a wheel-driven car. That's awesome. And uh, and then we went back up a couple months later, and we didn't have such a good trip. And, and that seems to be part of racing. We have good weekends and not-so-good weekends. Yes, and the weather can play a big factor in that. Yes. 
And I know just recently at Bonneville, you were hoping to break a record? Yes. Or set one for yourself? Is it a personal one, right? No, no, actually break a record as well. Oh, yes. I'm sorry to underestimate (laughs) that record. Yes. So what is that record you were hoping? The the record is a AA blown fuel competition coupe uh, land speed car record, and the record is 305 miles an hour. And so we are had some pretty big expectations this year. But you're going back. Yes. So, yeah, this isn't the end. You'll be back in the second weekend of September. Well, yeah, that's El Mirage. It's a dry lake bed. It's a, it's a mile and three-tenths. It's a much shorter course mm-hmm. than the actual the Bonneville Salt Flats. Mm-hmm. The, the course of the Bonneville Salt Flats is up to five miles. Right. So. Um, and that's in your Honda, correct? Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> if I remember, 200 by 42 by 48 inches. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that sounds pretty close. 200 <laughs> or something like that. Yep. Yeah. And it's a replica of what year Honda? Uh, like a 71 Honda 600. Can't even put one foot in that thing. Yeah, yeah you said you used well, the door to get in. Oh, yeah. I have to crawl through the door. You still use the doors? It's all stock doors. Stock do. body, stock doors. Does anyone help you out? Oh, uh, no. No? You Ho- don't ho- even Hopefully not. So, <laughs> yeah. would you say, well, I mean, the front end is extremely aerodynamic, but did you pick that body because it was just laying in the backyard and you, and you had to do something with no. it, or did, was there some aerodynamics in, included the, in the it? The rules in the class that we chose to build this car mm-hmm. in, the car originally had to be a four-passenger car, and oh. from, and from <laughs> the firewall forward you can do anything you want to modify the the body shape but the firewall firewall back back. the only thing you can do is chop the top and this car is 49 inches wide so there's not too many four passenger cars that are 49 inches wide except the honda 600 yes so that was our goal trying to punch the smallest hole in the air right did you go look for a 600 yes i did specifically yes so you i mean i looked i I looked at a lot of cars trying to find the smallest car yeah with a tape measure on yes yes and that was the one that I that I decided we wanted to go with, and uh, we searched around and found one. Did you look at him like he was crazy? Well, yeah. When the when we first brought it home, my neighbors were going, "What you want to do? What you're gonna that? you're gonna stuff what in <laughs> <Yeah>. that car?" Because <laughs> you used to be behind the wheel. No, oh, I drove for many years. Yes, yes. but not this particular car. I uh, when we first got this car, I did some test runs to see Just how shake it, it out a little bit. I've driven the car a few times. Okay, yes, right. yes. Back when you were here in March, you had been recently retired. Are we still in that phase? Well, I don't know how, how retired. I, I go in there most of the time. I was right. going to say, what do you mean by retired? <laughs> oh, he no. doesn't get a paycheck. <laughs> that it? That's what retirement uh-huh. is at our age. No, I you know I was running a, a, a nostalgia top fuel dragster for the last 15 or more years, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and we sold that car recently, mm-hmm. so it looks like I'm it looks like I'm retired from my drag racing. At, at least for the time being. Yes. Yeah, until something always. else new comes up. So you're going to take a run over to... Uh, now, how far is Mirage from here? Uh, Mirage is in the high desert up near Palmdale area, Lancaster, Palmdale oh. area. Oh, that's, that's not that's bad. That's where it is. That's not you bad. You know, that's basically where hot rotting started was the, the dry lakes of Southern California. Good thing it's not windy up there. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> You've been there before, huh? <laughs> Willow Springs. Okay. Never been to Mirage, which I'm definitely going to make a, a pilgrimage up there, but... God, it is so windy up there. Now, does the wind blow in your favor or against you? <laughs> it can. It can go in any direction. Yeah, right. That's what yep. I thought. Any direction. Sometimes you'll get you'll get an El Mirage horsepower with some tailwind, yeah. but uh, very rarely, yeah. probably. Yep. You were going to say? 
Oh, yeah, the Elmarage horsepower, yeah. When, Is that when, what you when, call when, it? When the wind's blowing the right way, you can make <laughs> set a lot of records. When, they, when it blows the right way, a lot more records are set. Oh, really? Well, oh, yeah, yes. it makes sense. It's yeah. either a headwind or a tailwind. Yeah, correct. And if you're, you know, if you're knocking on the door, you know, on a two miles an hour or whatever off a record, yeah. Yeah. that tailwind can make a big difference. I could just see you guys out there. You're working on the car and you're setting it up, and all of a sudden the wind changes. Oh, go, Jesus! Go, go, go. No, we got to go back and change it all around. Yeah, put it in oh, line. Put it in line. Yeah, Let's put go. it in line. Yeah. Oh wait, it's changed again. Pull it out. Yeah. Pull it out. Yeah, and that's dirt. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yep. What's better, dirt or salt? I actually think you get a little bit better traction on the dirt. Um, I would think so. It, it uh, the fastest anyone's ever gone at a at a sanctioned event at El Mirage is is just over three hundred miles an hour. Okay, there's about four cars that have done that. Right, and uh, it, it's a, it's a mile and three tenths is what mm-hmm. they give you to accelerate to, to the. To the what's, it, what's it either end for runoff and, and ex- it's a, and, that's about the same distance for a runoff. Okay, so yeah. you're dealing with three four miles versus. Yes. Eight was it Bonneville? Eight, eight, eight or yeah. nine? Yeah. Eight, eight or nine, nine, ten, eleven. It can all be different. Well, what about yeah. tires? Do you uh, do you run different tires on dirt than you would? Uh, no, we run salt? the same. We run the same okay, tire. Right. Are it's they a, sanctioned? Yes, they're a land speed tire. Yeah, he's got makes them. he's got shoe polish. He yeah. puts them yeah, on yeah. there so they so they stay up to standards. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dot shoe polish. No, if you're not careful, you can go through a set of tires in one run. Well, oh, yeah. so, uh, $900 a tire. You know. How much? $900 a tire. A tire. Is, that, tire. is that if you can get it? <clears throat> uh, yes, at, exactly. at one point yes. in time, it was a real tough oh. thing to do. Now, the Goodyear came on board, and they make some, and the Mickey Thompson Tire Company oh, okay. makes some tires. There's a few people making them. At, at one point in time, it was that was a tough thing to do. What was your choi- What's your choice of tires? Uh, the the Goodyear tires what we run on a car right now. Okay, it's, you, it's the tallest one that uh, that they make for okay. speed tires. How tall is the car? Tire? No, the car. The car is 42. Well, the motor now is taller. So now the motor is now 43. Yeah. The roof of the car oh. is 42. And yeah, the, I, I, over, over the last year, I came up with a whole new motor combination. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. So you don't care about whether you can see out front. Right. I can see a little. You can see the left of the car. You kind of look out the <laughs> side with yeah. I mean, his eyes, are they open? Yeah. <laughs> no, not hardly. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, there is a whole lot more right here on Racer Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Barona. Barona. Racer Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. The segment's brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody treats you better than El Cajon Ford. They just rolled out uh, a new Bronco to a young couple. Boy, they were so happy to get their car. <laughs> Go to ElCajonMotors.com, ElCajonMotors.com, and thank the team down there, especially Paul Dyke, who races at Barona yes, for all their support. So we got the dude on the line. Dirt dude. Hey. What's going on, brother? We also have Todd hey, Salazar. And we, got Mr. and we got Todd Salazar as well. Boy, we're really How you guys doing? Doing great. How about you, buddy? Tired. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a good night if you're tired. Well, it's been hot, as you know. Yes, just a tad. And we've been trying to keep up with, we're trying to, we're kind of changing our watering, how we're prepping the track and all that. Oh. So, yeah. So, I've been, we have been ripping the track and we've been surface watering it and yeah. last night worked out really well for us do you dream do you dream about prepping the track before a race when you're sleeping 
I go in a, a hot, cold sweat. <laughs> Especially during the summer. No, I think it's at any time that he has to mess. Because, you know, I can't imagine the pressure that's put on you because of every racer that comes to that track, they're expecting perfection. Yep. And they don't care about Throughout mother. The night, yeah, too, and they whether don't. Whether they're first yeah, or last. That's right. <laughs> they don't care about mother nature. They don't care about wind. They don't care about anything. But this track needs to be perfect, and that's a lot of pressure. But you do handle it well, brother. I have never, I've never heard anybody say anything negative about track prep. I really haven't. Well, yesterday we had a flex alert. The power went out, <gasps> so I have a, a great group of guys that help me. Oh and gosh. we figured it out and we had to, we had actually had to shut the, we're on a generator power and the, the turbo was going out. There was a fuel issue. So I actually had to shut the power down Oh no! and we truck shut the track lights down. And then we were, you know, communicating with dirt dude so that we could say, explain to people, right. so we put people on the track the, with lights, you know, so it wasn't just dead. And we shut some other lights off in the pits and everything. And, I actually had to shut the generator down, and it was a combination of a fuel issue and the tur- uh, a problem with the turbo and the, the generator. Oh, but my. we got it fixed. We got it fixed. It put us back a little bit, and we finished racing it. I think it was 11.06. Was, is that right, Dirtune? Yeah, it was a little bit after 11 after we got everything done. That is amazing. Because normally when something like that goes down, you're done for the night. You just call well, it, it call it, and send everybody went out. We had the power issue during the heat races, so almost to the end of the heat races, we had three more heat races left before we went in there emission. I, I thought there was one left, but that being said, <laughs> we conquered, well, we figured it out. More, and there was one more tonight. division. There was one more division, okay, okay. but we had okay. two heat races yeah. for that division, and we had to finish the heat race for the last division so, we were in. So, so Todd, who figured it out? Because they definitely need the accolades. Not me. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm the only one, thank God, that knows how to sh- shut the generator off and on. And I did not want to shut that thing off. off. Uh, and and we, I finally just went for it. And they had the fuel issue fixed in like 30 seconds. So we had shut the track lights off. So they, <laughs> they're the metal halide light bulbs. Right. So they cooled down. So as soon as, as, soon as we turned the, the power back on, the track lights went on, wow. and then we had shut other lights off in the pits, so those lights came on, and then we were back in business. So it, it was a scary situation there for a few minutes. Just when you think you can't take any more stress, the lights yeah, go right. out. <laughs> right. Man. So, well, hey, at least, but you mentioned, you did mention a guy's name that, that helped you with, with that whole issue. What was his name? It was Adam, Adam Fox was down there. Okay. Albert Pierce, Kenton Pierce, uh, Stoney was there, you know, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Trisha was there freaking out going, what do I do? <laughs> and I'm like, stay oh away from me. Yeah. Right. Get away from me. Oh my goodness. Yes. It was, a, it was a stressful few minutes, but so we, we got it figured out. We're going to look at the turbo, you know, this week and see yeah. where we're at yeah. and, and just go from there. But the racetrack was incredible. So, Ken McCowan, he comes out there, he gets me off the machine so I can go and deal with, with my other things. Yeah. And he does a great job. So, Bardo, you know, does the water truck. Yep. I do the, the water truck during the week, and 
we just bought a new water truck in this off season oh. and uh we got it figured out now we had a couple issues with it but i think we've got a good program figured out um for the winter for the summer months right and we had a fantastic track today so this morning we had the track rented out and i were we playing around with some ideas and i bladed the track off today and then i'll start watering you know for our next race uh-huh. um to do our track prep right during the top of the week but we had those modifieds were flying the dwarf cars were flying it, it was a good night of racing. I think the spectators, short of our flex alert, had a great evening. I think. <laughs> so let's go to let's go to dirt dudes so you can give us some standings. Well, uh, just to, real quick, leading into this about the whole track prep. I mean, I'd, it's such a weird thing to work on this track. Um, so we went to the heat races, and it was starting to get powdery in the corners, like one and two, right in the middle of one and two. You know, it, it looks like it's kind of drying out. We went in inter- into intermission, had our break, and the, the sun went down and cooled off. And the weirdest thing, the water comes back up out of the ground, and it rehydrated that track. And it was wet and perfect. Uh, the first... After the first heat, uh, the first main event, I walked out on the track, and it was just like the water truck had just went by. Wow. It is so weird the way the water just comes up in the afternoon and rewets that track. Well, that's good um, news. The thing, the thing that we have to understand with where we're located mm-hmm. is with the billboards, okay? Right. The billboards will block the wind and then the shade during the day. Right. The direct sunlight is beating on turn one and two. So... It kind of, you know, the more work you put into it, right. it pays you back, as he said, as it, it'll come up. So we haven't been blading that intermission. So it's it's an optical, you know, illusion or however you want it. But the more work you put into it, it pays you back. I'll be darned. It's funny how you learn every race, huh? Of something new. Yeah. Well, there's proof that you can <laughs> teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> you can start barking any time you like. <laughs> And I mean, I'm, I'll take the new, the new theories. You know that we're sure. going with Cocoa Pop Brad at how we're doing it now, but it's less work at not ripping it and then topically watering it. it it's working. Yeah, that's awesome. Because, and I'm sure the the listeners are loving it. You know, the racers that race out there, because that's good. That's good to know because it's they know when they come, they've got some consistency to deal with. The heat is what kills us on the yeah. race. Track. Yeah, well, so, unfortunately, we, there's not much we're going to be able to do about it, but it's equal for everybody. That's the main thing. Yeah, except for the water truck driver with no AC in the truck. Oh, <laughs> complain, complain, complain. Somebody bore water on him. He'll be fine. Results? Yeah. Do we have results? Yeah, you got yeah. So you got you some results? results? Yeah. Yes. Great Go for it. Okay. Uh, in our junior sprints, Gage Baldwin got a main event win. In our sportsman, our yeah, sportsman mini dwarf, Brent and Scott got a main event win. And our masters mini dwarf, Zayden Haynes got a main event win. On to the big track, uh, dwarf cars. Uh, real quick, I got to thank. What do I have for notes? John Harris and RPM Heating and Air. They kicked in a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks for the total awesome. for the fastest car for the night. Whoever set the fastest time, it doesn't have to beat the track record, but whoever had the fastest time of the night got 200 bucks. Well, Mike Tobiasen took the main event win, and he had the fastest time with like a 15-5-2. So he was, he was flying around the track last night. And the dwarf cars? 
Um, on to the next one was IMCA Sport Compacts. Billy Phelps got a main event win. And our IMCA Northern Sport Mods, uh, Christopher Evans got a main event win. And that was that car was just hooked up and flying. That was a, a good main event. One of the good main events. Almost all of them were all good main events. Um, on to our pony stocks. Uh, Scott Wyman, Raymond Scott got a main event win. And I enter modifieds. Uh, Cole Dick got a main event win, and man, he had to hold off. Chaz Baca comes out of Mesa, Arizona. Michael Think from Campo. Corey Hemphill from Yuma. Uh, Marvin Mueller. There was just a group of fast cars, and that was just one of the greatest main events I've seen in a long time. And then uh, our last one of the night was the Hobby Stocks. Thomas Daffron got a main event win, and he also locked up a series championship for the Hobby Stocks. And he's getting ready to go to Boone. He's going to travel all the way out to Boone. The big race is out there. Wow. Sounds like a blast. When's the next one? So the next race is September 3rd. It is uh, the Pure Stock Night. We're featuring 1000 to win for our Pure Stocks. We're also going to have IMCA Modifieds, IMCA Sport Mods, IMCA Sport Compacts, IMCA Stock Car slash Street Stocks, and our Junior Sprints and Mini Dwarfs. Wow. Sounds like it's going to be an absolute blast. Weather, who knows? We'll just have to wait and see. But We're starting uh, to get this cooler time now, so it's hopefully just, you know, it, the weather's going to be good. Yeah. And, and we, we have a few hot days left in the, in the summer, but, you know, we're, we're all over the peak of it, I do believe. Wow. Well, it's time to uh, go jump on that generator, get that thing up to snuff, and then... Uh, yeah, so that that sounds like September second is going to be a a great great event, and that's also going to be a late start as well. Seven, right? Uh, yeah, it's still going to be the, the same start time. Okay. The same start time. I don't think we're going to change that yet, but probably should change back to winter here pretty soon, where we start an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. Once it starts getting a little bit cooler, I'm sure the fans will like that then, because then we get done an hour earlier. But even with the problems we had just... for just a generator. We still got done at a normal time where we'd have like a full night. Yeah. And what was cool was, you know, I'm like joking with everybody. I'm like, hey, we're going to have to shut off the lights and generators. You guys are going to have to sit here in the dark for, you know, I was 30 minutes that we had for downtime. By the time we got the generator powered down and powered back up, it was 30 minutes. Everyone in the stands was really cool about wow. it. You know, they just, they, uh, we kept the concession stand still open and powered that for as long as we could. So people just went and got something to eat, and pretty much it was like our intermission break. And there you go. everyone was really cool about it. You know, I mean, not much you can do. No, <laughs> no, like, you if can't. You want to complain? Call the complaint department on Monday and see what you can get. Yeah, I'll give you the phone number as soon as I find it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. Hey, you guys did an awesome job. Thank you very much. And again, thanks to El Cajon Ford because nobody good does it better than El Cajon Ford. Take care, guys. Have a good Thank one. You. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back a whole lot more right here on Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, this segment's brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. Man, I tell you what, if you haven't been to Paris, you really got to go. It is a phenomenal track. They put on the greatest racing ever, uh, and they especially the Night of Destruction. The rest of it's good, too, but that Night of Destruction is something you'll go watch, and then you'll come home, and you guys will all talk about it driving home because it's that kind of a show. 
But I got Scott on the line, and you guys ran last night? Yeah, we did. We had the, uh, it's called California Racers Hall of Fame night, which we do every year um, with some big money added to the purse, actually, over the normal purse. Um, These are just people who are race fans, race supporters, donated $12,000. Oh, my gosh. Uh, So, you know, we had, uh, it was the sprint cars, USAC, CRA, and then we had the modifieds and the young gun sprints. And the senior sprints and all the money, you know, it's the fans for the USAC series sprint cars. We had fast time, paid a thousand dollars to be fast qualifier last night. Wow. Um, we had a trophy dash. We do speedway motorcycle style where it's done on points and there's four three lap races to determine the winner. Well, the same guy got a thousand dollars for winning the or for being fast qualifier. Won the trophy dash, Matt McCarthy out of Riverside. Well, I think you guys have had on the radio before. Yes, mm-hmm. and that was worth that was worth another two thousand bucks. Wow! That's, and then main that... event alone, there was six thousand dollars in lap money. Um, Jeez! You know, some laps paid a hundred dollars to lead. Some laps were lap seven paid seven hundred bucks to lead. <laughs> the guy who led the last lap was it's only lap he led in the race. He led less than half a lap. That paid five hundred extra. Nice. So, you know, it was a good night all around. A guy named Charles Davis Jr. from Arizona, nice guy. Um, way back in 1993 was the original CRA Rookie of the Year. He passed Damian Gardner on the last lap oh, win. Oh, wow. And that's after Damian Gardner battled side-by-side side with Matt Mitchell. They probably <sighs> traded the lead back um, about 20 times in the race. I'm not talking when they crossed the start-finish line because – you know, Damien passed him going into one, and Matt Mitchell passed him coming off two, and then going into two, Damien, or into three, Damien passed him again. <laughs> so it was a spectacular race. Oh, uh, man. And like I say, Charles Davis Jr. came from the middle of the pack, methodically worked his way up there, and he passed Damien on the last lap. There's no spring chase. He's one of the nicest guys out there. He's a great, funny guy, and he's going to be 55 years old next month. What? And he is just, you know, he's not slowed down one bit. I'm sure Damien was thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was actually, you know, kidding about it. Well, I think, you know, and I and I say that and as I said it I thought this thought. One thing you can say about Damien is if you race him clean and real competitive, I think he's thrilled cuz that's what he's out there for. He likes that, you know, toe to toe, you know, type of a, a racing where you pass me, I pass you. I think I think he was probably grinning. Well, first of all, Charles Davis Jr. didn't race him toe-to-toe, and he didn't have to race him clean because <laughs> when he got to him, he just blew by him like oh he did gosh. everybody else in the field. Yeah, that's even worse. I was trying, no, to, he was, he I was was trying to be Damien. nice. I was trying to be he nice. Was, Damien was having fun with that after the race. Uh, oh, Charles Gatch, he had a nasty crash back east oh, a couple months ago. We hadn't seen him. In a couple months, and first thing when Chris Holt asked Damian Gardner what he thought about that, and he goes, I thought he was still hurt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he was, he wasn't hurt enough. That seems yeah, to be the problem. It. Wow. Well, that was cool. Um, you know, Damian still trying to one more win. He becomes the all-time leading really? driver in USAC Sierra, back to the 50s wow. um, with the original CRA to SCRA, USAC CRA. He'll be the all-time winner his next victory. And he started on the outside of the front row. Yeah. Um, which, you know, at that point in time, I think half the people in the grandstands, well, more than half the people in the grandstands thought the race was over because <laughs> he was going to be too hard to beat. But yeah. like I say, him and Matt Mitchell, 
Wow. Uh, they had a great battle, a totally clean battle, too. You know, they never touched each other. Um, it was a really good race all around. I know. And we had, uh, had uh, in our young guns class, we only had two cars, which we've had one. It's, you know, young guns, you tell mom and dad, hey, I want to race sprint cars. Like, okay, how do we get into it? Well, mm-hmm. write a check for thirty grand to start. Mm-hmm. But we had a girl come down who's been racing in Central California, never been there before. Uh, Alexa Herrera, her father raced. Actually, he raced in the main last night with four sprint cars. Mm-hmm. She won her first time down there. Yeah. And our senior sprints, um, a great story. This guy, Richard McCormick, an ex-stuntman. He lives in a town called Seligman, Arizona, with about three other people, I think. Actually, it's like 400 people out in the middle of nowhere. I didn't know this till this week. I was doing some research on him. I thought it was near Mojave. No, he's out in the middle of Arizona. He leaves on Saturday morning, drives to the racetrack in Paris, races. As soon as it's over, he doesn't stay. Mm-mm. He turns around and drives straight back home. And he's telling Chris Holt it's like a 20-hour day. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. You know, he made a payoff. He won the senior main for the fourth time in five races this year. And a guy from Bakersfield named Austin Kiefer beat Alyssa Smith, who is his girlfriend, to a modified main event. Uh, Alyssa's back out. Yeah, yeah. She's out there. Beautiful car, too. Yeah. Yeah, well, she'd been out till I want to say, a month and a half, two Mm -hmm. months after she got shaken up pretty Mm -hmm. bad in a crash at Bakersfield. Yeah, it's good she's And actually, the car is her father's car. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, her car got pretty torn up, so her father, good people. You know, her dad stepped aside and had her car wrapped, and uh, she's driving that now. Drove to a second-place finish the first time. That's awesome. I think A.J. Bender was out there, too. Yeah, he was out there. He wasn't a typical, wasn't his typical night, I'd say. I think he finished, I want to say, six to eight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's not typical just, for him. No, right? yeah, I didn't see results, so I thought, mm, maybe. Yeah, yeah he finished, I want to say, six to eight. It wasn't his best night. Right. Uh, he's they, saving it for Chili yeah. Bowl. <laughs> that happens to everybody. You know, he's yeah. going to run next time the sprint cars are there. At Paris, we're going to have Brent Sexton's group, the oh. Lightning Sprints, are coming up the Power Eye Southwest Series. Oh, wow. And AJ really doesn't race in that series when he races Lightning Sprints. He races with the California Lightning Sprint cars. Uh-huh. But he's going to race both the 410 and he'll race the Lightning Sprint that he's won at least three races in this year um, in the Lightning Sprint side. Wow. Sounds like uh, that's. And, and when is that race? That one's September 17th. This coming week, uh, for the first time in a long time, almost three months, we've got a regular stock car show coming back with uh, the super stocks, the factory stocks, um, the street stocks. So it's the first time they're going to be back in like three months. Oh, wow. That'll be a great show because those guys and girls, man, they just love getting into it. I know. <laughs> well, you know, they've been off so long, it should be interesting. Yeah. That way. <laughs> well, bumping and scraping. Yeah, you think there'll be a little bit a little of bit. pent up yeah, right. uh, enthusiasm, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, well, hopefully, you know, there's not a, there's not a lot of guys or places for the guys to go race. You know, the guys don't travel much like they used to. And I'm not talking just the past two years with gasoline. Yeah. Um, you know, people don't travel um, like they used to in racing. Right. I wonder why that you know, is. What do you I, think? It, it puzzles me. I mean, you figure how close we are to Barona, and when we're not running, very, very few of our guys get onto Barona, 
And when mm-hmm. Bronas are not running, very or when Bronas not running, we are very few of their guys come up around I, with us. I know. You know, it used to be like that. Man, you went, you went all. I've grown up in the Midwest. You know, if your track wasn't running, the next track was 500 miles away, which it wasn't because there were so many tracks back there when I was a kid. You went to wherever the race was. And that just doesn't happen anymore. And you can't say it's not the purse. Because look at last night. That's insane, the amount of money you guys gave away. Yeah. I mean, well, we didn't give away. I mean, we gave away the regular purse. I mean, all that credit goes to the fans. Uh, Well, I know, but still. I mean, the ones who donated the money, it's the one who managed the whole deal. So a big thank you to him as well. I mean, he handles that every year. Absolutely. But my point is, with that much money on the table, I don't care who donated it. You know, you would have thought you would have drivers from all, you know, all around the the state. Nevada, Arizona. I would have been happy with just the regulars. You know, we had. 20 cars last month we had 21 last night and uh, seven of the cars who were there last month were not there hmm. you know for varying reasons sure, sure um you know in you know somebody said to me last night it's like man the car counts sure suck these days i go what are you talking about you look all around the country i just watch nhra they couldn't get full fields in a funny car top right. this week yeah you think of the indianapolis 500 how many guys how many cars yeah. used to enter Indy? Yeah. You'd have 70, 80 cars there. Now, you know, they're scraping to get teams to come so they can fill a full field. NASCAR, right. you'd have 50, 60 cars. It's like that in all forms of racing. Yeah. You know, people don't look out of their own little nook and understand that it's like that in all forms of racing. In my opinion, racing just priced itself out of the I, ballpark i was just gonna say i was biting my tongue but i was thinking that too well and not only that you go to the races it's like going to a a professional football or baseball game you know except for seriously except for tracks like barona and paris you go to the big tracks you know you're gonna spend an arm and a leg first for tickets second food any kind of beverage i mean it's especially if you take a family of four it's not cheap and advertisers no. are just not putting the money out that it takes to build, you know, a competitive whatever. I don't even pick your sport because the, the competition aspect of it is so expensive today. It's ridiculous. Well, that all goes back to me. But you go back to the nineteen late 1970s and uh, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, people built their cars and their garages, you know, machined their parts in their garages for the most part. And then the late 1970s, you know, all of a sudden, everybody started buying their stuff off the shelves. Right. You know, and it's got to the point now, I mean, you look at a sprint car. How much stuff is homemade on a sprint car anymore? Yeah. Almost nothing. Well, and look you what know, and you're what's buying sp- all that stuff off the shelves. You know, we saw a guy crash a car last night pretty hard mm-hmm. in qualifying. Um, you know, and it's like Chris Holdass and the guy just eyeballing the car. You know, the engine was fine. Um, I think the rear end was fine too, possibly, but the guy's going, that's like $15,000 right there. <laughs> and look how much a motor costs for those things. 60 grand. <laughs> you know, people used to go even as far as 10 years ago. Well, you buy 360, they're not expensive. You run them all year. Right. That's how it used to be. Yeah. You know, a brand new 360 engine is about four or $5,000 cheaper than a 410. Wow. And didn't wasn't you know, there a program with a crate motor for those guys that was pretty inexpensive? But that did that program fall by the wayside? Well, Don tried. You know, the plan was to start it uh, last year, right? Um, and 
it's still on the table as okay. far as I know. All right. The problem is why we haven't. We can't get the blocks. Uh, I know a guy that's got blocks. <laughs> I'm only joking. Well, this is uh, this is a factory deal. Yeah, no, I got and you. The factory does not have enough, cannot get enough uh, engine yeah. or blocks. It's insane. You know. All right, buddy. It's always great talking. You glad you had a good night? Next race again, September seventh. No, it's the next race of the stock car race this coming oh, Saturday. That's right, be- August twenty uh, seventh. All right, folks, be there, be square. You can get the tickets online, but get up there and have the time of your life. Thanks, buddy. You have a good one. Thank you, guys. Take care. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, a whole lot more Racer Radio with Rick and Brad White on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hi, right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This is the auto power segment. Yeah. For all you folks there looking you for a roll bar. Restraints. Uh, well, I guess you sell all kinds of equipment. I mean, not just making roll bars. I mean, you sell well, basically it's, we manufacture roll bars and roll cages for uh, sports car guys, road race stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we make. Uh, I have a sewing deal. We make seat belts and window nets and things like that for all all different forms of racing. Okay, yeah. no driving suits, no shoes, no, no underwear. No, no, all that stuff comes from China, and uh, so no everything that we do at, at my shop we, we manufacture. All our driving. Even even K one speed or K one gear that comes from China. I think all that stuff does. Yeah, sad. You know, right. They they put their own brand name on it, but I yeah, mean, that's yeah. where everything comes. Certified from. Car Clinic pays the bills. Got to talk about them. Eleven three seventy North Woodside Avenue. Not only do they work on it, but they can also dine it. Check them out at CertifiedCarCare.net. All right, so you yes, dear. No, go ahead. No, I go do ahead. have a question. La- ladies first. Oh, thank you. Uh, so since you've been in, you went to El Mirage, you went to Bonneville, and you're still able to do the short track truck racing yeah, yeah, as they, well? Yeah, I had a, a, a truck race, the Moore Series, up in Glen Helen in the uh, first weekend of July. Wow. What, what size truck? It's a, The truck itself is considered a 1400 class, so it's a, the only real rules are it's steel cab and working doors. And so, so I have a supercharged uh, V6 Toyota truck with an I-beam suspension on it. Oh, okay. Wow. But how many hours are in your day? Oh, Do you I have 24 know. like the rest of us? <laughs> between, uh, yeah, between the work and, you know, running the cars and prepping the cars and working second jobs afford all the racing stuff, it's, uh, oh, okay. it's a lot yeah. of long days. That you too. have a second job on top of it? Oh, yes. Oh. I, move, I move safes, actually. You move safes. Wow. Yeah. That's why they have equipment. <laughs> right yeah some, some of it but a, lot, a lot of it's manual labor too but gun safes or everything yes bank safes vaults safes gun safes you did you put it, that did you put the safe i don't know you're not old enough but steve cushman when he built that bmw or a bmw and jaguar dealership in kearney mesa and he bought a safe out of uh san francisco and he said he paid more money having that one installed then it, I mean, and the door was like a feather, but the oh, door okay. was like five in, yeah. five feet thick. So that's the kind of stuff you do. That and gun safes and everything, you know, in wow. between. Too much, too much wow. lifting for me. You're a busy man. Yeah. You, you, I wanted to ask, and I thought, there's no way he has time to race that truck as well. And then you kind of slid that in a conversation earlier. And I also have two daughters I raise and a wonderful wife uh, that, you know, helps support it all. Do they so. ever see you when the sun's up? <laughs> not too often no. but he's got pictures yeah. yeah he just puts pictures around wow. the house so they don't they don't forget wow. so who sponsors your truck 
Auto power? Yeah. <laughs> well, you just have too much money. Uh, we're uh, we're doing okay. We're having a lot of fun. And, That's and the main we're, thing. We're enjoying life. And it's a father-son thing. How, yeah, how, how, how beautiful is that? It's very good. I mean, I did the same thing with my dad growing oh. up, too, and everything, too. Did you really? So, uh, yeah. And... Uh, so it's, it's all worked out very well yeah. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're blessed for sure. Our whole yes. team's mainly composed of family, you know, between uncles and cousins, and it's so wow. when we go racing, it's more like a family reunion, really. Do the daughters show any interest of being behind they're the wheel? They're very supportive, you know, not be behind the wheel. So you're much, hoping but... they're not going to get behind. Right. <laughs> That's right, exactly. We've already spent too much money, girls. Uh, the juniors are expensive. So yeah, let well. me yeah let me get you something that will keep you occupied. <laughs> yeah, something cheap like a horse or something. <laughs> yeah, <right>. So <laughs> oh no, don't Real get cheap. No. Yeah. No. Do like I did. I bought my wife 42 statues of horses before she finally figured out we're not getting a horse. <laughs> you said you had five employees that had been there 20 years plus? Yes. Wow. They must like their boss. That's all of us down there, yes. You yeah. know, my, my shop's down near the sports arena, and uh, we've, I've been in the building since 73. Uh, wow. And uh, it's, we've slowly expanded. I used to rent part of it out, and yeah. now we've pretty much taken most of it over. Rent a little bit out, but yeah, take most yeah. of it over. And, wow. And, uh, things, things have well, been pretty see, good for and us. That's, that's a feather in your cap. You know, bosses, you know, you could tell about a boss uh, as far as the longevity of his people. Okay. And, and it's not because you're paying them 30000 a week. No, that's not what it is at all. It's they love what they do. They love coming to work for you. And I know you don't want to take any credit for it. But I'm telling you, as, a, as an old service manager for 30 years working at nothing but terrible dealerships, I appreciate an employer that can keep his people as long as you have and not have to worry about turnover. Well, and I appreciate good employees. And, well, of course. And, you and take care of them. That's, that's worth something. Yes, it is. What about this guy? Is he any uh, good? Most of the time. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Now, you will remember that, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah. he's giving you race days Oh, I off, see you're writing that down on a piece of paper. Yeah. So. But, uh, so you're going to go, you're gonna, are you going to try to go back to Bonneville next year? Oh, we're definitely going to go next year. <laughs> no, some, no hesitation. <laughs> we, we might even go back uh, a month from now. There's there's another race scheduled at the end of September. Really? But... Uh, We'll see the, how the way El the weather's Mirage been. It, it doesn't look too likely, but uh, there's a, there's a date scheduled up there. No kidding. Yes. Is it because it rained out? Or? No, it's one that's been on the books. They, oh, they, okay. They have usually have about three or four scheduled events a year. Oh, up I didn't there. know that. There's only it. the main one was, was one that we missed. Right. Uh, Bonneville Speed Week. That's the biggest event out of out of all of them. Right. Do they and give you the, your money back? Yeah, I, I think we're going to get some kind of a refund. Yeah, okay. I think we will get something back. Even though it's not their fault. Yeah. No, it's not their fault. And they spent a lot of money. Oh, heck yeah. To, to do hire this all. whole thing. Oh. oh, yeah. They have to survey the course and, and, and drag it and lay it out. And, and SCTA, you got to hire all those guys yep. to come in and all the, all the equipment stuff. to do yep. the measuring. Yeah. And so, that stuff um, could have gotten, didn't even get damaged due to the. I, the I don't think so. I mean. If it did, it's already prepared to yeah, survive it's, salt. It's. Yeah. It's that's what it's made to do because it's not the first time it's flooded. That's right. <laughs> yep. So so let's talk a little bit about Mirage for a moment, if I might. For general public to go, is there a fee to go watch the race, or can you, or is it no charge? You have to buy a BLM pa- uh, pass. Okay. Oh. So it's on BLM land. So you go by the ranger station, you buy a day pass. There's a ranger station right next to the lake bed. No kidding. You go right there, and you that's got to be inexpensive. Yeah, I think it's. Fifteen dollars, I think, or something, something like that. for a carload. 
I can't believe the BLM is still letting people do that. I know, right? <laughs> I battle with them in the first hour when we're doing our off-road show, let me tell you. But, you know, I mean, it's a, they're generating funds, and they're out there a lot, right? Yes. I was reading up about going and watching, and um, they said make sure to cover up, and that yes. the sun is very ref- it's reflect. And goes up, yes. short shorts. <laughs> like several posts were saying, what? cover up uh, on the on the salt flats. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 on the Bonneville. Yes, oh. you know, not the, not the dirt. Don't but. wear short shorts. Was the message I yes. kept seeing over you're, and you're over. Exactly right. You're exactly right. <laughs> well, you never catch me in short <laughs> shorts. Because <laughs> uh, spectating it, it seems reasonable. Yes. Yeah. Prepare for same it. thing with Bonneville. Same thing with Bonneville. They do charge. The organization does charge. I think it's fifty dollars for the week pass. Oh, for a week? For a week, yeah. For a speed week. Yeah, wow. But you know, but if you're thinking about going, you need to start making your plans today. As far as hotel rooms, and yeah, stuff. you know, it's it's right on the Nevada Utah border, so there's some pretty big casinos there. So there's there's quite a few rooms. Oh, okay, yes. okay. Yes. Well, I, the, I remember the fastest Indian, and it looked to me like it was one motel. Yeah, back in those days, but uh, <laughs> we progressed on. Is that place still there? Yes, it is. No, yes, it is. Yep. I yep. bet they have a Burt Monroe room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Well, I'm glad to see that you guys took this with a grain of salt. Because I know. It, I was happy. I was it, hesitant to call. It wasn't going to do you any good to be depressed and angry and upset, right? No, it doesn't. And uh, and and it just put our looking forward to the next event. And, yeah. And and kind of concentrate on trying to do something at El Mirage instead of Bonneville this, yes. this time yeah. around. Yes. See where we go so from there. when you write your book, this is just <laughs> another page in the book. That's Part of racing. So, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's amazing. Well, you know, the, and, and the sad thing, I guess, is the fact that you just thought you had this car totally dialed in. And yeah, you thing, even passed tech, you said. Passed tech, and then the course was actually looking very good from the two to the five mile. The course was really smooth and really hard, and it was wow. really looking good to putting down some big numbers, oh. I think. So yeah. the, the tech guys, could they stop laughing while they were taking your car because it's a Honda? <laughs> it's hardly a Honda, as we call it. Yeah. Oh, hardly uh, a Honda. Honda. That's ought to be painted <laughs> on the side. I'm serious. Because I'm sure they look at you like, how many Honda 600s have ever gone to Bonneville? Uh, not very many. If, not very many. If any. Yep. Just kind of my imagination on thinking what I could what I could do with, uh, with a car like that. Why? That guy has no memory problem. <laughs> Not if he can think up stuff like that. I know. But you need to paint on the side hardly, hardly, hardly. Honda. Yep. And then I'll send it to Honda. They'll get a kick out. There we go. Yeah. Beautiful blue color, too. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah the whole car. The whole thing is yeah. pretty yeah. striking. Any, any yeah. sponsors besides Auto Power? Yeah, we'd we like a, to send some love to. Yeah, we have a few, you know, Crower, uh, you know, Crower parts, you know, they, they always help us out and give us some good high quality parts sure they help you know. us out and mazir up and up in escondido helps us out with things and, okay and uh a lot of different people around the country sean yeah. at quality powder coating helps us out with a lot of powder coating issues yeah well you uh, couldn't old, do old it. town mexican cafe and we Ooh, a few, a few different really? people us out. he has wow. a food sponsor <laughs> that's awesome. we did. yes we do i am yeah. yelling at young driver get a food sponsor <laughs> yes. yes yeah especially How? if they serve margaritas exactly yeah. well, well, they can't have margaritas until after <laughs> well, yeah. afterwards yeah. no he's he's been he's been our fuel sponsor the last couple of years oh that's oh. huge so he'll buy, buy us a drum of, of alcohol or, or really? some nitro wow. or something get it margaritas Margaritas, fuel. Yeah. Margaritas, fuel. <laughs> Guys, we love having you in. You're never not invited. Just get with the kid. And when you go to Mirage, maybe we'll have you come back. And we still got to drag that thing to KUSI TV. 
Yeah. Is yeah. the patio you, big enough? Yes. <laughs> after you clean all the wheel bearings and all the salt yeah, yeah. out of the vehicle. Hopefully we'll get come back with a dirty two El Mirage hat. Get that, get that record at 240 miles an hour. Oh, I want to see that. Club. Yes. Absolutely. And did you hear how he washes his truck? The sprinklers. Yeah, he pulls it yes. on the lawn. The guy is so innovative. <laughs> Don't touch that dial, folks. Gun Owners Radio, right around the corner. FM 961 AM 1170. The, the answer. answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.